Greg. All of you wives, we men, we ask a lot. We ask for strength, food at home, a house clean, and discretion above all else. Boys and their toys, at least we know they're getting work done. Welcome to the Victory Project. We're all here because we believe in the mission. What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing Changing the the world. world. That's right. What do you think they're really doing out there? What do you mean? The one thing they ask of us is to stay here. Where it's safe. What's good? Welcome to the Dang Show Movie Reviews, where we say what's good because we want to take the good with the bad. Today, we're reviewing the movie Don't Worry Darling, (laughs) starring Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde, which happens to be the director, and Christopher Pine, not any of the other Christophers. So um, I'm Pierre, your host, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Jade. I'm Zach. And I'm Maggie. Maggie, are you there? <laughs> yes, <Okay>. I'm here. <laughs> so, yes. Um, we got four for y'all today. We got four people here today. So, um, so let's just get right into it. Let's talk about the description or the brief synopsis of the movie, Jade, if you don't mind. Okay. So, the synopsis is, in the 1950s, Alice and Jack live in the idealized community of victory, an experimental company town that houses the man the men who work a top secret project when the husbands toil away the wives get to enjoy the beauty luxury and debauchery of their seemingly perfect paradise however when cracks in their idyllic life begin to appear exposing flashes something sinister lurking below the surface alice can't help but question exactly what she's doing in victory that is the wikipedia synopsis of don't worry darling Okay. Uh, So, let's give out a little spoiler alert. Hey, what's up? Just to let you know, this is a reaction podcast. You're going to hear spoilers from this point on for the movie or the show or whatever. So, spoilers are coming. Hope y'all enjoy the show. Spoiler. Peace. Spoiler alert. Um, so it's fresh on our minds. We just went to go watch it yesterday and um, we just wanted to talk about it. And hopefully you guys will enjoy this. Um, so how about we just ask uh, about the acting? How did everybody like the acting? Well, I guess, Zach, how you like that? <laughs> 
I am a big okay. Florence Pugh fan as of like okay. her in Midsummer. She carried that okay. movie Agreed. hard. <laughs> great, great performance. I loved her from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Anybody um, else? <laughs> go ahead. I'm just Harry Styles? No, go ahead, oh, Zachary. Like, anybody else? <laughs> no. And, um, um, oh, and Nick Kroll's performance was fantastic. I, it was really weird enjoying, I mean, he didn't have much screen time, but when he did, he was playing a serious dude. Um, Olivia Wilde, <laughs> that's another story. And, uh, <laughs> and Harry Styles, yeah. boy, oh boy. Hot take. <clears throat> he sucked. Uh, someone I, else can go. Okay, so I said careful because I love Harry Styles. Like, he can do no wrong. I think he is great. He's a great singer. And I think he did best with what he had. You know, I feel like Harry Styles is one of those actors that is needs great direction. And I don't think Olivia Wilde directed him great maybe because she was busy banging him who knows but i feel like (laughs) that could be just one one of the reasons that could be one but i feel like he did best because i've seen him in dunkirk and i thought he was great in dunkirk and i thought yeah so i feel like he's yeah he did what he could from his direction like he needs a lot of direction and he didn't really get a good amount florence Pugh. i mean i feel like we're all gonna say that she was great She's she's beautiful. She is a great actress. I love her, Miss Somar. I love her as Black Widow's sister. I'm so sorry. I don't remember her name. Um, and um, Chris Pine. I really loved him in this. How how could you? Like I really loved him in this role because I don't think I've normally seen. I don't think I've seen him as a bad guy character since. Um, that movie with Alicia Keys where she was an assassin. And it's like one of his first movies, I think. I can't remember. Smoking Guns. Yeah. So I thought he was um I thought he was great in that. Well, you want Pierre. me to go? Uh, so I guess acting wise, I mean acting yeah, wise, I think everybody did a great um job in this movie. Um they wasn't uh like anything that I had a problem with. Uh, Florence Pugh, she was being herself, I guess. I mean, uh, I only seen her in those couple of movies and those um, movies and shows that I've seen her in. It seemed like she has a certain personality she works with. And um, I guess that's all I got to say about the acting. The acting wasn't bad, though. You know, (laughs) it wasn't bad at all. I did like Chris Pine. Um character i just felt like it wasn't a lot that they gave for him so i mean for what he gave what they what they what he gave it was good for the acting you know um maggie do you do you have any opinions about the acting um yeah not too much different than what everybody else has said um first thing out of the theater i thought you know, it was pretty good. 
Um, Florence, of course, was the star of the show, absolutely. And like Jade said, the seeing Chris Pine as a bad guy was such an interesting thing to see because we're used to him being the cocky good guy, which he still plays that kind of cocky person in this, but because he knows he's up to something. Um, Harry, at first, like I said, when I walked out, I thought it was great. But as I read some of the stuff, what his character was supposed to be like, I didn't get that from the movie at all. So I got him as just a regular husband, maybe a little stressed out, but it I don't think he portrayed what Olivia's vision for him was. Do you think that if... Shia LaBeouf, who was originally supposed to play Jack, do you think that he would have portrayed it the way Olivia was looking for? I think he does have the more rugged edge to him. So I think he would have come off as that manipulative, uh, mm -hmm. sneaky yeah, person. I agree. Harry Harry just didn't project any of that. He's, I mean, for the most part, he seemed like a loving husband, if not a little stressed out towards the end, but not, not anywhere what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, now that you say that, that makes me kind of think back because, because again, I feel like if Olivia was directing that, that or portraying that's what she wanted... I guess maybe I feel like with some actors, it's like you can expect them to act a certain way because of their history. So, yeah, you would expect Shia to kind of he could still be charismatic, but then he also can have that look. Just he just has that look about him that is like, OK, it's very sinister and mischievous. So then it's like, OK, we would understand that. But Harry Styles is like very charismatic. I mean, he's he's from a boy band. So it's like he automatically has that right. charismatic and fun loving. And yeah, he did play a loving husband. But then when it got to the point where he's supposed to show like, you know, when we get to the real world, which, you know, we'll get more into, it's kind of like, OK, are you supposed to be like, what? what is that? Like, it, it just didn't mesh well with him. And he might have been able to portray it good if he was just told to. So it, it could have been it could have been bad acting right. i mean he could not be a good actor but again i feel like he was good in in dunkirk because he was given a role to play you know so i feel like yeah because and that was christopher nolan wasn't it dunkirk so like <laughs> exactly so mm -hmm. you can't christopher nolan will tell you exactly what he wants and he will beat it out of you i believe because every all of his movies and acting is great so i feel like with her she olivia wilde i mean she just was just like you know just play this loving character, and then when you get crazy, then go crazy. And that's that's really just what it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, if Shia LaBeouf was in that movie, he would have killed that dancing scene, though. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> that dancing scene, I, I was like... That, that was, yeah, that was a was. lot. I thought... I was like, wait, I know you could 
dead. I don't know if it was because because he was supposed to be almost like a puppeteer, but no. Okay, hold on. We'll, we'll, let's get to that later because then yeah, no, I just right. want to say that because for sure Shia LaBeouf would have <laughs> yeah been he would have been that would have been perfect. <laughs> but um, okay, so the next do it. I mean, so so I guess I guess everybody told talked about the acting. So I mean, like what made you guys or what made you you guys want to watch this movie in the first place? Uh, for me, it was the stars for sure. Uh, and the trailers were really well done. Um, you know, Hawkeye had just finished on Disney Plus, And I think when that trailer came out, it gave people their Florence Pugh fix again. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also just the mysterious trailer itself was amazing. Uh, the cuts, the cuts in it, the editing for it were great. Um, and I loved the marketing months before it. It was at the um, what was it Venice Festival? Because obviously, after all that controversy, they didn't do any marketing after that, <laughs> which I'm glad because it still kept the mystery. Um, but for me, it was the stars, and the trailer killed it. So that got me in the seat. Yeah, I have to I have to agree. It was the stars. Again, I am a Harry Styles fan through and through, so I wanted to see I wanted to see him to see how he would do. And I mean, I I saw it. So, but I do love Florence Pugh. Um I also love Gemma Chan in it. I hope that's how you say her name, Gemma or Gemma, but I'm going to say Gemma. I love her because she was in Eternals and then she was also in um the Crazy Rich Asians movie, and I, I've always liked her. So, um, oh yeah, that was the chick from Eternals. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that was Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm not gonna say much more because that guy. That's mainly what it was. Um, I will touch just a little bit. Like, if anybody doesn't know about the controversy, just real quick. One, Olivia Wilde was married while to Jason Sudeikis. Is it Jason Sudeikis? I always get them. Jason Sudeikis. All the white act the guy is the guy i yes. don't like i think that's the one you don't like okay if it's the guy well, i, I get, don't like get my then it's jason, jason sudeikis, sudeikis. <laughs> jason yes. sudeikis. Jason so sudeikis. she's married to jason sudeikis and they apparently separated but she was served divorce papers during a press conference um so um and then apparently she was fooling around with harry styles and then at the i think it was it was either venice or canes but um at that Apparently, Florence and Olivia Wilde didn't agree on a lot of stuff. You know, you couldn't tell, of course, because they're both professional. But apparently, they had difference of opinion of what the meaning of the movie is. And then there's this clip of apparently Harry Styles spitting on Chris Pine. I mean, Chris Pine had yeah, oh, yeah. Chris Pine has came out and said that didn't happen. Um, it was just like Chris Pine just happened. It was just the way that Harry, I guess, flicked his head. I don't know. I've seen it. It it could be that. But um, Chris Pine yeah. also said he just was looking at his phone. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. And then also um, that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles weren't together so at all. So they were saying that they'd broken up. Um, so it was a lot of controversy with that that was surrounding it. And then so it was almost like bad press. So it's almost like everybody would want to come see the movie for for that. And then we have this movie. So... 
Yep. I mean, I only want to watch this because you wanted to watch it, Jade. I mean, I'm a good boyfriend, so I do what I'm told sometimes. <laughs> what an honest man. This is true. I do believe that is the only reason why he wanted to see it. Cause... Wasn't your cup of tea, huh, Pierre? I mean, it was, I, I, it was okay. I, I, I wanted to see what the stars would do, you know, um, in this movie. And I guess the comparisons to Stepford Wives... Um, that was a sleeper to me. Like I didn't sleeper like movie that I was interested in. It wasn't a sleeper hit, but it was a sleeper movie that I was interested in because it would just come on like HBO or something. And then I would, I seen it and I was like, Oh, that was a pretty interesting movie. You know what I'm saying? So I gave this a chance to be in the running for something like that for 2022s or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, uh, I wonder to myself, now that you guys have said that, I personally have never seen Stepper Wives. Mm. So, mm. so I don't Me know either. how I would have felt seeing that or reading the book to seeing that trailer, because obviously that's the impression it gave you. <laughs> okay. I wonder how I would be like if, if I had known that. Would I still have, would I still would well, have seen it? Well, I think... No, you would have seen it because the trailers didn't really give Stepford Wives vibes. Like it might have been like an inkling, but once you watched the movie and especially with the ending, then you would have been like, okay, Olivia Wilde definitely watched Stepford Wives. Or I mean, not say Olivia Wilde watched it because she didn't write it. It was the screenplay was like f- between four different people. Fun f- yeah, I yeah, saw fun that fact, on the and I didn't know about this is that apparently there is a whole list of screenplays that are just like floating in the air and people bid on them and this was one of the yes netflix is netflix is probably okay well exactly and olivia wilde was (laughs) one of the people that bid on it and actually a lot of people had bid on it and she won so because i was thinking maybe this was a book too because everything's a book to movie adaptation but it really was just a screenplay and um the and yeah and then she bid on it so I mean, saying that makes me think a lot about what the ending and how they went about with it. And then it kind of like cuts into like movie territory, like how they did the budget. If they had to spend a lot of money on this so-called screenplay, then they skimped out on what it could have been maybe because of the budget of the movie. Mm -hmm. And... When you think about this movie, it, it, it's not like a lot of CGI and all that stuff like that. It's just mainly costumes and, um, you know, direction. Location. location. It's one location. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and cars. And, and cars. And, and so, so then we... That was probably yeah. the yeah, biggest part of the budget. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like thinking, like, did they put anything into it because it might the screenplay might been more technologically crazy than what's going on um in the movie but you know i digress what do you think um zach maggie oh maggie i'm sorry (laughs) zach already gave his opinion you get to know more (laughs) yeah um i mean same same as zach i wanted to see it because of the people in it um yeah, not much, not much really to add. Okay, well, I was gonna, I did look up the budget. The budget was thirty-five million. So that, well, okay, that's a now lot. that's a lot, <laughs> but it's 
I, I wish that, and I'm sure we would never see this at least, you know, as the public, but I wish we could see a breakdown of it because like what part of it was marketing? What part of it was the actors? Mm-hmm. What part of it was the production? You know, like, like Pierre said, it was one location. So it's not like they had to do a lot of traveling. Um, you know, the car, like most of the budget could have been the cars. I mean, Chris Pine, I mean, Flores Pugh, I wouldn't, I would say if she's not A-list, she's, she's getting there, you know? So I don't think like, she, exactly. So she's I don't definitely think on she her would way. be like, like Angelina Jolie, where it's like, I don't know, 20 million for a role. So she probably maybe, let's say she got five or six and then Harry Styles, I don't know. He's banging the director. So who knows? And then who knows how much Olivia Wilde got paid? You know, it's like, so, so it's like how 35 is not to me with movies lately. It's not that much. Like you, I, you, at first it's, at first it's like, wow, that is a That's lot, true. but it's really not because movies can easily be a hundred or more. Um, even if it's like an art house film, you know, I mean, a 20, Zach, you can correct me on this or not correct me, but back me up a 24 movies. I don't think they get more than like maybe 50, 30, 50 even. Yeah. They don't do, they don't really get much. And if they do, they kind of like make their CGI shots in the dark. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, talking about, the I budget, honestly, Oh, uh, if I'm not thinking fresh, uh, there wasn't really a lot of CGI shots in it. I don't remember any, except for like the ending, like the the twist. I mean that that was the only CGI I can remember. Yeah, I think I think everything else looked pretty I think, good. I think, and this is definitely something I want to talk about too, like what we thought about the production. I think. To me, just to start it off, like I think the visuals were beautiful. I think the cinematography was great. And I think that mm-hmm. might have been where at least a good amount of the production is because it definitely looked like the 50s. Like outfits yep. were amazing, hair, makeup, um, the cars. I mean, I'm not a car person, but I'm sure, Pierre, you can say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah okay, oh, yeah. there you go. Um, and yeah. just the the way things were shot, and it, it was a beautiful movie like it it's a it piece is. of art it is an sure. art it, it is a art movie mm-hmm. so i mean i guess that that's a good segue into um the characters you guys want to talk about the characters we already did babe. the characters in the movie yeah or the actors well, we talked about that <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> i would say that would have been a good segue into talking about the visuals and then we can talk about the characters while we're talking about the actors i mean you i think but so what do you think visual wise like so visual wise i mean i thought the movie was pretty good it was some parts of the movie where um i thought they were being a little too artsy about it and some shots you know what i'm saying um it was one shot in the movie where they were like kept going around um a couple talking <laughs> like it was supposed to be suspenseful but it really wasn't it was just like let's get this angle let's get that angle that's why i was getting from it and then it was a, a shot where florence Pugh where was wiping the windows and then the window came up on her and oh that was fantastic and i was like what does this mean though like what does this mean like i i i've seen it 
but I don't know what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I feel you there. It's like, like we said, it's a piece of art, but who, you know. Yeah. It's a piece of, it's, it might be a piece of dog shit art. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's, that's <laughs> like, uh, like, why are you making artsy things just to be artsy when you can have a meaning behind it inside the movie? Like, you know, I watched a couple of A24 movies and sometimes and it makes sense and sometimes I'm just too ignorant to know what it means you know and it might be there to be um kind of what is it a device for you to think about but like if i oh, yeah. if i wanted yeah. to think about it i guess it was like she was feeling trapped or something like that and her subconscious was pushing her into a wall <laughs> i guess oh uh, pierre <laughs> just save it for the later segment where we yeah. where it's called we be ourselves <laughs> right and <laughs> and get to talk about the movie okay oh yeah yeah i mean but um visual visual wise i love the cars um uh, they were very nice on that and um i think harry styles was dressed pretty nice you know um if you see the start yes, he did stark contrast nice. to like the end of the movie where he kind of looked like a, a you know a killer or whatever or <laughs> uh, like he looked like he was a a bozo <laughs> I was I was thinking of a certain I mean, kid a like hobo? Kurt Cobain Sorry. on crack or something like I don't know. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, but you know what Harry Styles looks good what? in white suspenders while he. Oh no, sorry, he took them off. He looks good in a white shirt when he does fifty yeah. twirls yeah. for no apparent like, reason. Man, that dancing man. Oh man. Okay, and then I thought Chris Pine looked okay too because he got some Chris proactive. Pine was good looking you know, too, and he I was proactive. Oh, so, yeah, it's some proactive. <laughs> Are you talking about the skin care? Yeah, they okay. did a lot of close-ups. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They actually did. Yes, you're right, actually. They did yeah. do a lot of that's, close-ups that's to Chris Pine. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, what do you think about the visuals? <laughs> um, I thought they were beautiful. Like, with how the movie looked, I had no no real problems. I thought the CG, the few spots that they used, I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I, you can ask Zach, I am incredibly picky when it comes to CG. So I didn't see anything that looked like nothing jumped out at me as being horrible. And going back to the budget a little bit, I don't know necessarily that if they'd had like a whole lot more that they mm-hmm. could have done anything mm-hmm. yeah. different. Cause I think I, I thought, like I said, the movie was beautiful. I had no issues with the visuals. I thought they displayed the fifties pretty well. Of course I wasn't around for them, so I can't say for sure, but I mean, that's what I would imagine the 50s to kind of look like. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so visually, for me, the movie was fantastic. Like Maggie said, the 50s was done extremely well. Um, I think 50s-wise, my favorite part that stands out is when they went to the, quote, air quote, store. Uh, right? The store. And it showed all the stuff that someone could charge oh, and yeah. buy. Yeah, like it was a, all the, like displays, the displays, the people. Or something. 
but yeah, live. that was really yeah, cool. That was cool. Yep. Um, everything. Oh, one of my favorite shots. Okay, so I have multiple favorite shots. So I liked the shot of the bird's eye view of the model of the community. When they showed the... Yeah, okay, I know what you're talking about. That's yeah, you know Chris what I'm talking Fine's about. Yeah. House, right? Was it at his house? I thought it was actually at the... Yes. I thought it was at the store, no? Yeah, it was at his house. No, oh, it's, it's at, at his, his house. house. Yeah, so that was cool. Um, I really, really liked the the dancers. I loved the whole eyeball aesthetic they had for that whole scene. Mm. Like, showing the eyeball, the iris, and everything. Um, the dancers were a... Gave off serious Lynchian vibes. Oh, man. When I saw that scene, I was like, yes, this this is so weird. I love it. Um, what was some other stuff? Uh, that scene was also confusing. Absolutely though. confusing. Mm-hmm. That's why me. I loved it. Because I didn't, I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That, I, yeah. I What's put the a point? little yeah. note saying dancers, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it was beautiful, but why? Yeah. I and I loved how artsy. you and, yeah, artsy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I loved that you, there was a time where it was cool to see, and then there was a time where you got a th- uh, a jump moment on one of them. You know, when she had the what is it, the really quick millisecond, and it's like the the scary looking dancer popping out at you, and um, and then the whole eyeball scene, like I said, the whole eyeball scene where they're dancing, that was cool. Um, is that like supposed to represent right. the intro and outro of going into the simulated world? I think it was actually to keep you relaxed. <laughs> okay. To keep you relaxed. The whole movie was relaxed. I think what? both of you are right. No, no, no. Oh, wait. What's your question? I you're talking about for the character? Well, saying- like why cuz it was above them. It was above them on the wall or on the ceiling. I was talking about you saying the eyeball scene and I'm just talking about the only thing I remember with an eyeball is when they would show like the iris and then yeah, it would, it open, would up. open up. That's what he's Yeah, and then they show and then they show the dancers to also yeah, symbolize. But that, that was sim- what did it symbolize going into symbolize going into oh. the, the <laughs> simulated world. Here, let me Pierre, let me tell you, I have <laughs> I I think you're right, Pierre, because I think kind of the iris opening is showing like her consciousness kind of being transported, transported fully back into the simulation. Because I think the first time they really show it is when she's mm-hmm. like during that electroshock. Yeah. Okay. So I think I do think there is something related to oh, your okay. theory there. <laughs> Um, cause I was kind of thinking that too, but also kind of a relaxation thing. So is that to well. keep them in a trance? You mean, but I think it's mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. <You're> like... <laughs> Maybe that's why I thought it was on their ceiling. Like it, I mean, I think you're right too, dear. I think it's kind of maybe not on the ceiling, but because she's stuck and she's looking up, that's what it seems like. But I think it's kind of using the dancers kind of simulate the iris too. Yeah. But I think they're kind of getting it to focus, so you're looking at it and not really thinking about anything else, and that kind of focuses the mind on the simulation. Yeah, I get it. I guess it's 
as an artsy way of make doing something. You make it make sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, oh, she's making it make sense a little bit. I mean, it could it could be interpreted because, like, I feel like sometimes with artsy movies is that they try too hard to be artsy, and then when the artsy stuff comes out, I don't understand what's going on. And now it's a uh, great this, movie yeah. because it's artsy. I, I, you know, I'm an A24 fan. I love all that stuff. It th- those movies have meanings. I watched this movie and I was just like, what? <laughs> And I and I go on Reddit after I watch artsy movies just in case I like yeah me too miss something I, I did with this movie and n- no one understood half the stuff they were seeing. And I mean I think I mean when you were saying your favorite scene that was one of the things I wanted to talk about with everybody too. And my favorite scene was the dinner scene when um Al- is it Alice Al- well let's just say Florence confronted. Chris Pine because I, I just love like the tension of it and you know I like it when it goes back and forth because it's like okay like let's go like let's do this she about to go in and I mean she didn't go in as much as I wanted her to I mean because I think I think she was co- really good with combating him but then um Gemma the wife the wife she like kind of interjected and then like squashed it and it was a couple of things. I mean, let's. My, here's my question because Chris had mentioned, like, there there was a, okay. Let me give backstory real quick. So there was a scene earlier in the movie that Harry Styles and, and Florence were screwing around in Chris Pine's bedroom, and Chris Pine walked in, and Florence saw him watching, but she didn't say anything. She just let it go. And then at the dinner scene, he said, like, what about the time in the bedroom? And to me, he made it sound like she slept with him. Right. As in, she slept with yeah. Chris Pine. Right. Okay, that's what I got. But yeah. I think he was just referencing to the fact that she, <clears throat> you know, he was watching. But, and then, like, Harry looked at her like, oh, my God. But then they didn't bring it up. Right. That was a right. loose thread because oh. he never brought it up again. Like. Jade, you have to hold that till okay, 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 okay. Plot so, holes. Well, it, okay, plot it, holes. It, oh. oh, okay. We got a that's new a whole, segment. That's going to be a whole new section then. Um, yeah, yep. so let's add that to the plot holes. But that, up until then, uh, well, besides that, I thought that was a great scene. I thought that was great. The acting was great. I do hate um, that Olivia Wilde and Nick, Nick Kroll wasn't in that scene because I feel like Nick Kroll could have killed it. Um, and I mean, we can, t- when we go to plot holes, we can talk about why they weren't in it, but I do, I, I think that was kind of a missed opportunity. Like I understand why, but I feel like he would have done great in that scene because it was such a tense scene. Um, but I, yeah, I think everybody did well. Even the boy from Bye Bye Man, I recognized him. I was like, that's the boy from Bye Bye Man, the new tall one. Um, like everybody did great in that scene and I, I just really liked the the gravity of it yeah did you have i mean for a second i was thinking about something oh for a second i was thinking that um uh actually i lost my train of thought i'm sorry maggie (laughs) did you have a favorite scene (laughs) um i don't (laughs) it's been a couple more days for us since we seen we went to see it so i'm Probably not recalling it as well as you guys. Um, 
I don't know that I necessarily had a f- favorite just because Yeah, I I don't know. I just didn't really have a scene, favorite scene. That dinner table one was definitely very impressionable though. Um one of my least favorite scenes, though, was, was the meat. I was just about to put it and say that her least favorite scene was the meat. I, <laughs> I can't. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. the like <laughs> sound. The just meat? when she was. Um, oh, like the when little. She was marinating. Okay. You don't like meat on meat content? Yeah, I. <laughs> the sound. Uh, I don't know what it was. I think it was just like. I think it was supposed to be like a sensual kind of thing. And I'm like, raw meat just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> so like, it's it no for me, weird. dog. Speaking of meat, babe, I guess I'm going to say yeah. your least favorite scene was when she was burning that bacon. Yeah, she was burning she was, the damn every bacon. Every time she was cooking bacon, it was burnt. I'm like, you don't see Yo. it being burned while you're just, you're just now putting in an egg. Like as a, as a cook. Oh, that, I think she, oh. I think she lost like two attractive points by burning the, <laughs> the, 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 the bacon. You can't burn the bacon. Right. Why am I going to eat black bacon? <laughs> Harry, you she dealt burnt with the that. bacon and she bought eggs that didn't have anything right. in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and now I remember what I'm sorry. Um, Maggie, I remember now what I was thinking. Did, did anybody else think when he, um, Gave her oral sex, it like reset her. No, because I was thinking, I was thinking like, is that the reset for her to be like, forget about what you're thinking about? Because like he would just randomly eat her out. You know what I'm saying? And then it would be like, you know, happy the next next day. And then like kind of going to the end, he was like hugging her on the stomach, and it was like, is he trying to eat her out to reset her? Because he's, like, remembering stuff. Well, (laughs) I think you're kind of on the path (laughs) that the movie was intended to go for. Because I think it was meant to be a means of control. But um, I I don't think it was a reset for her. Because at the beginning, she was truly quote-unquote truly happy um and that was just part of their happy life together you know they were getting it in anytime they could um so i don't i i think you're kind of in the direction that they wanted you to go in like olivia's vision and the screenplay writers i think that was the intention almost okay i get what you're saying so I was going to say, the only reason I'm going to say that wasn't... Now, that could have been their intention because, again, once we... Which is probably going to be the next step is talking about the ending. Um, but I do know in a lot of interviews, which is one of the reasons why people think Florence and Olivia Wilde are, like, button heads, is because Olivia would say that she... The sex or the sexual scenes that was in the movie was bringing power back for women because only... Florence was the one that would orgasm, not Harry. Like, Harry is pleasing her. Like, you know, so it's it's supposed to be empowering for women. And then Florence was kind of like, well, I don't... I Like, that's not her vision on what's making this movie... That's not what this movie is about. Like, it's not just about... Because for... And I agree, because 
it was only like two scenes. I thought with the trailer, it was actually going to be a lot of sex because they had kind of in the trailer them always kissing and hugging on each other. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Hot. I'd, I'd watch it. But um, for solely that. But that that's what it's supposed to be. It's just, it's just giving the woman power because, yeah, he's not actually, like the first time he ate her out and then the second time he was fingering her. I don't even think he put it in, but she orgasm so that was supposed to be a powerful thing for women just in general so i don't yeah i'm just saying no this is what was said in interviews yeah yeah. okay i mean if if the audience could see my face but (laughs) i guess i understand that but it kind of brings up other questions unless do you want to go into a plot hole section because that leads into a plot hole go to the ending and then to I mean, the plot, which could combine what plot holes. I mean, Zach, what do you think? I mean, plot hole could be us be, being ourselves. Too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So just to kind of give a summary with everything going on, you end up finding out at the end that Harry Styles is drugging Florence Pugh and putting her into this simulation like state to where they're actually in the present day, but she is as- asleep. Or, but her eyes are open. I don't know the Scientology of it. But um, when the men go to quote-unquote work, they leave the simulation to, from what Harry Styles says, to work. and To work real jobs, to pay for all this, and I guess take care of the canatonic women. All of the women are in a canatonic state in this area. So this is where we get to Stepford Wives, because that is what happened in Stepford Wives, is the men wanted basically were the workers and the women were just subservient 50s housewife because then you find out that Florence was a doctor and Harry Styles was a bum he wasn't really doing anything and she was working all the time and he wasn't cooking I mean not he I'm sorry she wasn't cooking for him she was a doctor and she was doing surgeries and she, he, she wasn't cooking she wasn't cleaning she wasn't having sex with him so he finds a podcast from Chris Pine, correct me if I'm wrong, and that's how he gets into it. So she she has a mental breakdown inside of it, and she finds out, and she escapes. Well, I'm sorry, I'm trying to... Um, so, um, so she... Uh, so when she realizes, like at first she was starting to crack so harry styles had to do a um, shock therapy on her and then she resets as you were saying pierre to where now she's back to where everything is just hunky-dory and then she ends up still having flashbacks again she's yelling and screaming at harry he's saying no i love you and she's like you ruined my life and or you took over my life and they he like pierre was saying he was hugging her while she was standing, because she's like, I just need a minute to think about this. And he's like gripping her. And so she knocks him in the head with a a glass. Them 50 glasses Them is 50 thick. glasses is thick because she yeah. kills him. Like he's bleeding all over the place. <laughs> Olivia Wilde comes in and is like, you got to run because they're going to kill you because you killed him in this simulation. So they die on the outside. And Florence is like, well, come with me. And Olivia Wilde's like, I know about it. I know this because I lost my children in the real world and I'm able to see my children here. So she has fake simulation children. So she signs up for this. All the other women didn't. And then Florence runs to the area where the men are supposedly going to work because it's always like, it's called the Victory Project. They're doing stuff for the better. Um, And she runs there 
And she gets there. She's um being chased by red suits. These are these men who just come in. They're like the cleaners. I, I guess we can call them. Yeah. They the come cleaners. in and clean stuff because there's other stuff that happened with other people dying in the movie. And she gets to the area. She's able to leave and then right when she gets to the area you have to touch the glass to wake up she touches the glass the screen goes black and you hear a gasp and that's the end of the movie yeah i was okay i was with not that. okay with that <laughs> i was okay with that. now i yeah now people aren't okay with that because they were like i'm okay with it because i knew realistically um it was going to be stupid if we saw her wake up. As in, as in, she was tied up to her bed. So, who was going to let her out? Okay, so, okay. if you want to go into plot holes, we can go into plot holes. So, okay. Um, oh. Go, go ahead, I'm sorry, if you, if you aren't uh, done. The, the other thing that we should uh, say, if we're talking about that uh, ending, is the reason why she had to leave, right? Because... Honey, what was it? It was like the women die. If the women die, they die, die. No, if if the yeah. No, if the men. What? If the men die in the simulation, they die in the real world, because I think they are connected, or since they're actually leaving and like getting up and going back and forth, I guess. I don't see why that would be different for yeah. the women, but I guess that would also be considered yeah. a plot hole. Okay, so you're saying, well, okay, so Zach, you're saying that if the women die, as in, like the stakes, Ma- of it. Madeline, I think that was the woman, Margaret. Thank you, Margaret. Margaret. That she survived because so she survived in the real world. Like so, so there's a woman who was starting to crack. And she started to see the cracks, and what she ended up doing was killing herself. Or, yeah, killing herself. I was like, maybe I should edit myself, but this is a podcast. Um, so she ended up... Unaliving. Slicing, That's yeah, how you say Unaliving. It. That's what it is. She ends up unaliving herself unaliving. by pushing a knife to her neck and then falling off the building. And this is one of the main reasons that Florence starts to crack, because she saw it. She saw it happen. So you're saying that... Are you saying that Margaret is alive in the real world? No, okay. no, no. I was just saying, like, the stakes of why, like, explaining why she was, why uh, Florence Pugh, oh, okay. why she had, why to, she run. had to run. Um, Other than being selfish, wanting to leave. <laughs> from, from what I took from it is that um, Olivia Wilde was telling her that they're going to kill you in the real world if you don't get out. Right. So That's yeah. right. They're going to so, come after her. I don't remember that until mm. you said it. So, I don't know if I, I yes. Oh, go I, ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I think she you're did. right. I think she did say that, but like they they were gonna come get her there, but they were also gonna kill her in the real world. I think I do remember. See her now saying because you like said that. that, I now understand why Jade's angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, okay, I take go back ahead. everything I said. Can we please go to the plows? No, <laughs> no. Well, do you, you want to go to plows first? Can we be ourselves? Start. Okay, yeah, so tell you what. So Chris Pine is the mastermind behind all this, correct? And so the wife kills him and says, it's my <laughs> turn, you hooligan. And so that means Chris Pine is dead, actually, right? 
What does that yeah, mean? Because if the men die there, they yeah. die. So, uh, well, we didn't get a Marvel post-credit sequence. So. Yeah. So, so at the so, if you want to say that, what else could they have shown? You say you were okay with the ending doing that because what else could they have shown? They could have shown no. the resolution to that which they brought up no. five seconds before the end of the movie. You know what I'm saying? I did say I took it back. I did say <laughs> I took it back. He did. He did. Oh, okay. And then. Yeah. That did anger me, Pierre. Yeah. That made yeah, me mad. My thing was you. Um, my thing was that when she said that, I was like, "Okay, it's about to be whether how silly or how artful it could have been." Because again, this is a a psychological thriller. Like Gemma was about to get Florence. Like it was about to go down, and I was ready for it. Because first of all, like, because because this is and this is where we get complete connection to Stefford Wise because that's also that's not what happened in Stefford Wise per se but you it's the guy was the leader and then you're finding out that the guy was actually a robot and the woman is the one that orchestrated everything because she was the one that because she was a corporate person or whatever like the president but she never had time for her husband or her kids or anything so she created this world because she believed that women should go back to being you know, in the barefoot, barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen and the men are supposed to work. So she creates, so you don't find this until the end. You think, um, it was actually Christopher Walken. I, I, you know, this move, this has been done many times, but the one I'm talking about had Christopher Walken and Nicole Kidman and Matthew yeah. Broderick, blah, blah, blah. That's so, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, this is definitely Stefford Wise because Gemma was the one that was in charge, not Chris Pine. But once she killed them, you never saw her again. So it's like, well, what you kill him for? You ain't do nothing because Florence got out. And so then I was like, okay, because when I saw her kill, I was like, okay, so Florence is about to get out. So maybe one, maybe when Florence had that hallucination about Harry Styles, where he was like, stay with me. I was like, ooh, maybe that's Gemma messing with her mind because she's in charge of everything and she's trying to convince her to stay. But then that didn't work. I was like, okay, so when Florence wakes up, Gemma is going to be there and they're going to throw down. I mean, you know, maybe not throw down because it's supposed to be an artful movie. Right. But some, but she was going to show up again because she made it like she was going to do something. That would have been she, a Bond villain in right. right? Right, because it would have been a twist. Because it's like, (laughs) oh, she's really in charge. You don't see her again. So I hated it. I hated (laughs) that. Like, they even did that. They didn't even have to kill. That scene didn't have to happen. Like, I think that was only for a shock factor. But you didn't do anything with it. And you could have done more with it. Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what are we talking about? (laughs) That that's one of the plot holes that I had for that one. Oh, are we on We're plot still holes? We're on plot holes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, what was the plane? Thank you. What was the fucking plane? Like, obviously, no. I. What was the plane? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the plane, boss? What was the plane? It was. Uh, <laughs> um, so, what was the sex scene? Like, what was Chris Pine being there? I think he was supposed just to do being anything. Creepy. That's it. it. But that doesn't make any sense, though. What? What? You saying you wouldn't so, watch somebody else fucking your own bedroom? Yes. You would watch or you wouldn't? I wouldn't. Well, if I was the mastermind behind it. That's why I thought that it, it tied to her controlling him. Oh. I mean, him controlling her. Because okay. he could, you know, hey, you're doing too much. Let me slip it, slip, slide, slip yeah, on it, you. 
You know, what I'm it saying? makes sense. No, no, no. It makes sense because Maggie and I were talking during the movie. We were like trying to figure it out. Like, I mean, maybe that's like a little red herring thing because Maggie and I really thought that like the alcohol was the was the catalyst for that mm-hmm. kind of thing because but it everybody was, was drinking. Everybody was it would drinking. be it would be kind of like a well, we we can't do this, honey. It's so many people out there, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, no, I got you with the fingers. Nobody can see you. With I know they can't fingers. see got you fingers, with the fingers. But, you know, I'm doing spirit fingers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So basically, she he was like, no, let me go ahead and lap up some of that milk you got down oh there. Yeah, yeah. To control it. So, <laughs> But it, it, did, it didn't do anything by the end. And then that whole plot hole you said, go back to the dinner scene where he says... Well, you were in my bed. And I was like, when did that happen in the movie? Did I fall asleep? Because I was falling asleep a couple of times. I know you were. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, Zach. More plot holes. <laughs> Zach, we're looking for you for the answer. No, no, you're, that's your plot hole. That's your plot hole. You're all for it. Just like, uh, just like the Inception thing. Um, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Maggie? Actually, no, honey. Do you have a plot hole? Yeah, do you have a plot hole? <laughs> no, not anything that hasn't already been mentioned that I can think of. Um, like I, yeah, the whole stabbing and killing Chris Pine at the end. I don't. That's kind of why I said in the car. Like, are they planning on making? <laughs> don't worry, a darling. Too. Like I, this yeah. movie's not. I don't think it'll. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's not going to do well enough. I don't think it was meant to have a second one, but, like, why would right. they even bother with uh, and, that? And that Maybe goes called to... Hand somewhere in trouble. Because... <laughs> that kind of goes to the question you said, like, the budget. Like, what else would they put in the movie? Like, what else could they do with the movie? I was... And I, I had noted, I was like, you, they could have... Put some more damn more scenes over, in there. Like, well, I was going to say, they could have <laughs> added some more overtime to the writing of it. Like, it's like, because you could have, it could have been so much more that they would have answered questions about to me. So yeah, there that's, that's, that's why I was like, yeah, they could have added maybe another five mil and given the writers that five mil to maybe do a, a second script. I don't know. I feel like this was the original script and Olivia was like, yep, I'm good. No, we don't need Let's no go. rewrites. <laughs> Let's exactly. Do it. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the money could have definitely went into describing or kind of clever way of putting in other scenes that could have gave us some insight on what's going on or tricked us. They didn't even trick the audience. Like, we knew something was going on from the beginning of the movie. Like, so what? why did they take this long to to like immediately end the movie so quick. Like mm-hmm. we don't want you to think so quick. Like it could have been like, okay, what, this is what the whole victory project is. You know what I'm saying? And this is how, how Chris, I mean, not Chris, uh, Harry Styles got into it. Yeah. You gave like a little kind of short scene, yeah, but that flashback was terrible. Yeah. It, they, it was a flashback, but that was about it. And the end of the I'm, movie came. Yeah. I'm telling you that movie would have been a B plus or a B listing movie if it wasn't for Florence Pugh. Yeah, it, it would have. Um, if she wasn't in that movie, that movie would have sucked. Well, Zach, <laughs> let me ask you this: what 
what is the so because you said you like the dancers i don't understand the dancers i don't okay, either because i <laughs> but it was cool looking. right so i feel like that could have been connected because <laughs> i feel like I feel like, you know, when you have stuff like that, there's there's a reason for it, you know, like just to yep. like quickly say to go back to Midsommar, you know, you would see like these scenes of the house or, you know, where her parents died and this and that and stuff. And, you know, it'd be like flashbacks, but it would mean something. I feel like the dancing, while it was beautiful, like Florence Pugh could have been a dancer because then they was doing ballet. But why were they doing ballet, too? Like why? Yeah. Like what was exactly? Because she could have been instead of a doctor, she could have been a dancer that still dances all the time, doesn't have time for her man, and then that's why she would have those images of dancing, even if it's fifties dancing, because that's something that's in her blood that she's passionate about. Because even though maybe she wasn't happy being a doctor, but she still was passionate about being a doctor. So I feel like that could have correlated to dancing. So again. Like Pierre said, I feel like that was just an artsy thing just to pop in and it had no meaning behind it. So if you don't know the meaning behind it, then that means there was no meaning behind it. We are yes, lost. Yes, we're lost. <laughs> now, visually, I think the only connection they had was that one woman that was always present. Uh, the woman that was at the shop, the QVC shop, that was in the blue dress. She was also in one of the dancers, and she was also one of the surgeons. I did not notice that. With her? Right? No. No, the surgeon was her. When she was looking up at the doctor, she was visualizing herself. That's kind of what brought her back to remembering oh, I, that she was okay. a doctor, is when... Yeah, I kind of thought that too, but it was the doctor looking at her that ha- caused her to remember that, mm-hmm. oh, that was what I did. Right. Like, that's who I really am. Yeah. I mean, was they this supposed to be them. a think piece? Like, you're supposed to... No. Oh, okay. It it <laughs> came across that, because I was really thinking that's what it was going to be. When they showed the dancers and the eye for the first time when she hit the glass, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Oh, and the blood. The blood part was cool, too. Oh, yeah, I remember, um, yeah. I remember it the every time spurs. something would happen yeah the blood spurs and then when harry styles died it was like instant <laughs> i mean we, <laughs> because he just died that that blood had some weird music to it man that music was kind of like i really didn't like the oh soundtrack. yeah the score oh see i love the score that's the only part that made it feel mysterious yeah, it was some. It was some that crazy. Music. Kept me going. So it's like fifty fifty for me yeah. because I I did like it in certain scenes, but then I thought there was other yeah. scenes that wasn't needed. Like when Harry allowed Florence to get taken and he was screaming, like, and then you kept hearing like boom. Well, we watched this. We watched it in Dolby, so and it was like boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. It, it was like just those three times, and that was it. I'm like, it. I think the scene would have been just fine with just him screaming because I feel like that was the best acted that he did. Which to you know, it was like him screaming because you could see the. I feel like he really was like it. You, I, I really felt for him because I'm like, okay, I understand that you're doing this. I don't understand why because we didn't get to that part yet. But okay, obviously you're upset that you have to do this to your wife because she's ruining things for you or whatever but i feel like that was just one of the scenes that stuck out to me where i was like he's screaming in the car and it would have just been fine with just that in silence but it kept doing like a drum in there and i'm like that's not needed 
So I guess that's the only time I didn't like it. Other than that, the music like with the ha huh, ha huh, or something, I don't know. It it was it was weird, yeah. but it it was fine. It reminded me of us. Yeah. Um yeah. 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 I got that vibe Just a little weird bit. soundtracks are so yeah. good. As long as you can implement you can them right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, Maggie, you got anything? Um any any other critiques or any plot holes or anything? No, not anything that hasn't been oh, okay. touched on, I don't think. I just have one more thing. So, uh, uh, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Just, just, oh, just with the plot hole. Just with the ending, because I, the ending is what ruined this movie for me, personally. Because I, I was actually fine with everything up until maybe the last 20 minutes. My thing is... You say the, the ending or the climax? The ending. No, the ending. Because... Oh, okay, the actual yeah, yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I think the last 20 minutes is what... Basically, from when she killed Harry and on, I just was done. Oh, okay. Um, Because, yeah. one, the Gemma thing, and then two, the logistics. Like, you don't have to... I, I mean, of course, I would love for you to explain things to me sometimes if I don't get it. But just the logistics of you putting Florence or putting your wives under. And so they're under 24 seven, you know? So my thing is like, you have to take care of him, which I did see him like drip some water into her mouth. And I'm like, "Mm, no, it's more than that. But my thing is that he, he says he has to go to work. Like when they go to the victory quote unquote project, they're leaving to go to work to pay for everything. So, and then you come back. And you go to sleep. So then when you return home, you bang in your wife, you're getting everything you want. So my thing is, is that if you're going to work and then coming back, when are you having, finding the time to take care of your wife? Because ain't no way that even if he did it during the day or a day or whatever, ain't no way for the, what, eight, nine hours that they're supposedly, not even eight, nine hours. Let me say 10 hours, like him coming home from work, eating, banging, taking a shower, going to sleep. Like her eyes are still wide open and there's no water dripping down in her eyes. Like that's just that alone. And I'm like, like there's no, it's just the logistics of it. And then I'm like, you find, you found this guy who was able to do brain manipulation through a podcast. Cause that he was listening to that on a computer. <laughs> Harry was listening on a podcast yeah. and how could you, and you didn't have no job. So how could you have even afford this? Because then if it was about, if it was about the money, you still had to go work. How could you even afford it in the first place? Or if it was, and if it was about just creating a society that, what I want to say, Gemma wanted because she thought women should be in their place, then it shouldn't matter how much money it is. So like, so that that's what really, real like, anybody got any answers? Any any for that? I mean, like for me, my expectations for this climax slash ending was I really thought it was going to be like a revisit of the Twilight Zone and like we were going to get a banger ending. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know, like even like a, a, a what is it, the 10 Cloverfield Lane, if that was like that kind of ending, I would have been like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> or something just out there. But instead we just got something modern and terribly like the idea of what they were selling was implemented terribly like when i saw florence Pugh on that 
bed with those eyeball mm-hmm. things. I was like, this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> right. <laughs> but predictable, like, too. Like, Lee. when I don't know that I mentioned this, but like the whole day before that, I was kind of trying to figure out what the deal with this movie was going to be. I was trying to figure out like what what the catch was going to be cuz I knew it wasn't just going to be some idealistic 1950s housewife bullshit. Um I mean it could have been that. I would have been cool with it. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and there was actually something yeah. to the Victory Project. That would have been cool. But I was thinking, like, you know, either she would, they were, Zach mentioned maybe they were drug addicts. I was definitely thinking that it was somebody being held against their will, but I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be both right. of them. So I don't. Yeah, like someone was selling them something of some kind to get into this, like, life. And I was right. like, you know, what was, what was their backgrounds? But they're perfectly fine people. I mean, he's a bum, but, like, she's a perfectly fine person. (laughs) She's a good person, you could argue, to say, being a doctor. She had a great, decent life. I guess they were trying to make men look bad. It was predictable, but not. They were trying to make, I mean, not necessarily. I think that is probably the point with it being Olivia Wilde. I think you're probably (laughs) on the I mean, because, like, I really don't see why he would even do that to her. And why, like, if he was a stay-at-home man and she was working, no, and... he wasn't a stay-at-home man. He was a bum because <laughs> she was talking about how he was talking about how he lost his job or he didn't get interviews. Like he was trying, okay, to get a job and he couldn't. It doesn't seem like it. He was listening well, to podcasts. No, he wasn't trying. No. You know what? I, yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't trying that hard. Exactly. He was okay. quote unquote trying. Quote unquote trying. So he wasn't trying. He just wanted to try to take the easy way out, and this is the easy way is to um, tie up his supposed wife or girlfriend and then put her into a dream state so she can be, quote-unquote, happy or main. So he can be the breadwinner. Well, yes, I agree with you, Maggie, on the breadwinner, because I don't think it was an easy way, because he literally said, I have to go to work. I have to leave and go to work when I'm doing the Victory Project, and I hate it. He's like, I fucking hate it. So he's doing all this just to and he's claiming he's doing all this to make her happy and in hindsight the only way it would make i feel like the only time it would make a woman happy is in olivia wilde's case because she chose to do it and that i understood but it's not making, or a couple chooses to do it they yeah so yeah so like i just had this thought um he was watching that podcast and it was all about the organized chaos or whatever, which is like what Chris Bynum was talking about in the beginning of the movie. Anyways, anything on that. Uh, I have a feeling that it had to be a cult of some kind, Mm -hmm. right? So I have a feeling either it was like a cult slash organized crime or of some kind because he wanted to recruit these guys to do this thing for them. Because what was what? What is it that Chris Pine got out of it? Right. Anything? They didn't explain it. Right. So exactly. And know. it felt like to me that he, yeah, it felt like. I guess it kind of goes with what Maggie was saying under you know being hostage or whatever because they got they had to do something for him in the. I feel like they worked for him 
in the real world. And he ha- and Harry Styles hated it, but he wanted to do it for his wife. And in order for them to be able to do 100% of their job, the only way Chris Pine could get these guys to do what they wanted was to give them this technology to shut their wives up and not snoop around or, or keep them from doing their job for him. And that was to put them into the community. And because you have your, what is it? Weren't there rules? Like you are yeah, uh, like responsible engineer. for your wife. You're responsible for what she does, all this stuff. Because, oh, you know, in the real world? Point. Yeah. No, no, no. In the community. Or was that what it was? Yeah, it was I don't in know. the real world. There was rules out. for something. There were rules. Yeah, they gave him the rules when he was. A- applying oh, for yeah. the project because they had to interview him and I guess maybe interview her but they said you're responsible for her your family your house yeah, blah blah so blah so you're responsible for all that stuff and well you're not even in yeah. this world for 8 9 10 hours so I don't know because every time he would come home you know, he would say, I had the shittiest day, but it's so nice to see you now. Right, I'm so... Like, I know that that had to been 100% authentic. Yeah, you know? yeah and that... I feel like something... Well, they really should have shown some kind of something outside right. of that. And I would agree with you, Zach, and I still agree with you, because it could have been Chris Pine, but the fact that she killed him, <laughs> that I will always hawk on that, because it's like, okay... Obviously, she's the brains. Look, we, we we say that the men are the brains and we are the neck, so we control them. And and that's fine. It's just still like, she killed him. So she's obviously in charge. And I'm just like, but why you kill him? And, it, it, and my <laughs> thing is that even if, even if Florence got out, you don't know. And see, this is another reason why I was pissed and I think this is another plot hole and then, and then you know if we don't have anything else we can we can pin it, wrap it up but my thing is like even if Florence did get out she has no idea who these people are these people let's say she's in New York Olivia Wilde could be in LA you know the pregnant woman who was smoking while she and drinking while she was pregnant she could be in Seattle like you don't know any of these people you don't know where they are so she could she I don't feel like she could have proven any of this like saying okay there's somebody controlling minds and stuff because i don't think she could have stopped them so my thing is like i feel like i don't don't see why florence getting out would make any effect so that's also why i'm like why did you kill him because if you kill him because florence is the one key that could bring everything down then you should do everything in your power to be stopping florence and you never saw her again I personally think you talking about when Jim Chan says that. Yeah, stuff? well, she said, said she's like, "I'm right. gonna take over," and then she kills okay. him. Okay, I think right. It's my turn. Yeah, I think she. I well, in my brain, what I want to make it sound cool is that I think she wants to now help the wives. Like she wants to make the what the wives the, the the dominant and the men the submissive, as in. It's their turn now. I don't think when she says it's my oh. turn, it's hers, but it's. I mean, that's yeah. A, I get all the fun story stuff you were talking about. That sounds amazing, but I think that it was just. 
you know, you're done, your reign's over, it's it's my turn, and it's going to be a different leaf. Or we're turning you know what? it's going to be a different way of living. It, it really is. Interesting point. But I don't see that being oh, yeah. the thing. I think we're too good for that. Because <laughs> she, the way she jumped at on the dinner party. Mm-hmm. Alice, or Florence, mm-hmm. at the dinner table she's very aware and she wants to keep this lifestyle so i think she was happy with the subservient wives i think now that he messed up though she wants the power she thinks she can run it better but i don't think it's necessarily a switch in power for everybody yeah that whole that whole scene was a plot hole hole. like to me that that's what just made the movie and you know what, Zach? If you if they did what you just said, like let's say, like it's not that great, but it was better than what we got, and I would have been fine with that. <laughs> I would have been like, mm, mm. okay, that's weird how she wants to switch it. But again, with Olivia Wilde saying, actually, it would it wouldn't even have been that bad because it would, Olivia Wilde's talking about how women are taking their power. She only has her orgasms, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, then yeah, that would have been good. Like you know what, I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna talk to the yeah. other wives. I would have accepted that. Because well, exactly that yeah, would have I been think, more satisfying. I think what she figured out is that her life is being her life is being threatened now that somebody is mm-hmm. leaving, and the only way she can do to save it is kill the man who lied to her, as well as. Cause I have a feeling she got into that, like she got pushed into that too. So what and are we playing? The, like fixed, fixed the ending now. No. Yeah, the new segment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I feel like the only way to save it was to uh, do asset recovery. <laughs> you know what would be what would be that cool way she for could me? do that if everybody else knew and Florence didn't know. That would have been good. And and then they was like. Oh yeah, and then everybody ganged up yeah, on her, Twilight like Zone. all yeah. of the all of the wives and everything. And Florence didn't know, and then she was stuck in this world by other women. And and that would have been cool because Chris Pine said that there was some reason why he liked her, mm-hmm. and because she didn't. Yeah, know, he was like, "You're pushing the system to her." You, to you like you pushed me, and I was like, "Where did she, where did she push you at?" Right, she like, wasn't really showing that either because if she pushed him, that means Margaret pushed him, and you never saw any of that because yeah, it could be that Margaret could have been a part of it, like with your your ending, but then you like it could be a part of flashback, like Olivia Wilde, like she was explaining how she knew says that she could have been like, well, Margaret, she did lose her son. And they like they took the son away because, you know, the son just disappeared. And that's why she snapped, because she went out into the desert and she wasn't supposed to. So as punishment, they took her son away. And now she's like, I want to leave completely. And that's why she when she couldn't leave, she killed herself. So she still could have been a part of it, too. And then that would have been an explanation for that. So, yeah, that that's mm, look at you. I mean, we can always play fix the movie. I would try my best to do that. That everybody is in on it. That's. (laughs) Because that, yeah, like you said, Zach, that would have been Twilight Zone. And that would have, and I still, yeah. and you know what? If that was the case, I still would have been fine. I would have been fine with that ending. Because it wasn't per se the touch the glass, 
black and then the gas. I wasn't mad at that because I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, it's just the events leading up to it. It just was too many. It was just nothing. It was nothing to me. It meant nothing to me. You, you, you mean, mean nothing, nothing to, to me. me. Maggie, you, you want to try you want to try to input like uh fix the movie? What well, what do you think that how the movie should have ended? Like you said with Chris Pine talking about how he was he told Alice when it was just them in the kitchen like like <clears throat> you push me like I want to see more from you. I want to see mm-hmm. that expanded like what is that even supposed to mean? And I think after, before the whole dinner scene started, that's really what I was most interested in. So <laughs> anything right. besides what we had, really, I think I would be okay with. I just, yeah. I don't like not having answers. Yeah. And I don't, there there was no answers to the bigger questions. Yeah. It wasn't clever enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that will go into our little scaling system. Yeah. Um, if, if, if anybody has anything else to say before we go into the scale or the rating. Um, Zach? Uh, what was it? Good movie, neutral movie, bad movie? Well, do you have anything else you wanted to say before we go give out readings? Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, don't worry, darling. Like I said on, on – I had a post. I said uh, – you have to watch it once to put it on your resume, but it was not impressionable. Um, mic drop. Perfect. Jay, you don't have anything? No, I've, I've said my piece. Okay, so we're going to go into our rating system. Dang Movie Reviews has a rating system um, scale, basically, where it's either a good movie. You can explain why it's a good movie. It could be a movie which is neutral territory. You like some things, you didn't like some things, but it was a movie. And then we have, it was a bad movie. I don't never want to watch this movie again. It needs to be burned in the trash and my my memory needs to be erased. Okay. It, it's Holy not cow. That, it's, it's not hey, that that's, bad. It's not that bad, but... Someone's right. biased against <laughs> bad movies. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, there are some good bad movies in there. There's some anything in between, but I'm going to go first and then we're going to go... Um, Zach, and then we're going to go Jay and Maggie. We saved the best for last. So, so, so very don't worry, da- don't worry, darling. Is, oh, thank you. you. Know, the women are last. Okay, got it. Hmm. Fix your <laughs> uh, it, It's a theme, okay? No, yeah, hey, yeah. Okay. It goes with don't um, worry, da- don't sure. worry, darling. We got you. Okay. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> um, it was a, for me, it was a good bad movie so it's just a movie just a movie um i'm gonna say it was a movie it was a movie i wanted more from it but it didn't give it to me so i can't say it's a horrible movie or a bad movie to the point where all i think about is how bad it was so it it was a movie i'm gonna agree i say it's a movie too because the cinematography the visuals the acting or Florence, no acting, Florence, Chris, um, Nick Kroll, they were great. Harry Styles did his best. Um, the beginning was good, but then it's just that ending, the plot holes, that just made it bad. So 
to that's what makes it neutral. So I'm gonna do a movie rating. I'm gonna have to say it was a movie. I came out of there really enjoying it, but the more I sat down and thought about it, the more frustrated I got. I still think it was definitely worth a watch. But it definitely does not rank up there with some of the better movies I've seen, for sure. So, a movie. All right, well, there you go. We actually did it, guys. We made a podcast about... A movie. A movie called (laughs) Don't Worry, Darling. A movie. So, um, we would definitely like to say thank you for listening. If you made it this far into the podcast, and we're going to try to have more content for you guys I want to also thank Zach for being part of the podcast. I also want to thank Maggie for being part of the podcast. And, of course, you, darling, Jay. That was it cute. was cute. <laughs> it was. All right. Well, um, hope you guys have a nice one. And we'll see you in the next pod. Peace. Peace.